If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. Well, the, the Eagles have landed. The uh, Philadelphia football team, those lunatics in Philly love so much, they arrived in Minnesota on Sunday with much pop and circumstance, unless that's not really true. Uh, there were said to be only dozens of fans that greeted them as they left the Delaware Valley and wished them good luck on their way to Minnesota for the Super Bowl. New England, they will arrive on Monday here, so they'll uh, take off. Actually, just what's well, three? It's three in the mornings. They're not leaving right now, but uh, they will leave at a somewhat normal hour, uh, and they will arrive, and then then it's on. Then it is on. Then it is on. But the the Eagle fans, uh, how many are going to show up? That's question number one. 
Uh, are they going to be a lot? Are they, they're not going to be able to go to the games. These undomesticated animals will be running amok, uh, and 98.9% of them uh, who are not going to be going to the Super Bowl, but they're just there to enjoy the debauchery. And uh, the stories of the Eagles the last time they were in the Super Bowl are the stuff of legends that Eagle fans were sleeping in parks at homeless shelters in Jacksonville. They didn't have tickets to the game, but they were just hanging out. They just wanted to be there, be part of it. It would be pretty difficult to pull that off in Minnesota. It would be pretty difficult to pretend to be a homeless guy. I don't think they'll allow you to sleep at the parks. I might be wrong on that. I might be wrong on that. But this particular tale that I wanted to get into and have some conversation with you about involves an Eagle player. And if you were locked in over the weekend, you might have heard about this, but maybe not. It involves a safety for the Philadelphia Eagles, Chris Maragos, who uh, who claims that a couple of Minnesota restaurants stonewalled him from getting some reservations. Now, over the weekend, Maragos, uh, he went on social media, and he said he called three restaurants in Minneapolis trying to get a reservation for he and some teammates, and they couldn't get it. And, and then he, he said, well played, Minnesota fans, well played. Uh, so I wanted to talk about this. Now, you know, buy or sell the reality that, and this has been a rumor, it's an urban legend, you know, the Minnesota restaurants are going to deny reservations to Eagle players like this guy Chris Maragos claims happened to him because he plays for the Eagles. Is this really going to be a reality or not. I, I am going to go, no, I'm going to sell this. I, I'm not buying this. I am selling it. My viewpoint on this, in this case, you've got faceless, space limited, and paying dividends. you got those three things. All right. First of all, this particular tale, this sordid tale of this guy, Chris Maragos, uh, the, the reason that he was uh, likely originally denied a reservation is not because he plays for the Philadelphia Eagles. It's because no one knows who the hell he is. Right, he is on that list of faceless football players. They're pretty high up, by the way. Uh, when I had to look up who he, who the hell he was, I was like, "Well, I've never heard of this guy." He played six games, Marigos, for the Eagles as a special teams player. He had four tackles. He's currently on injured reserve. He's not playing in the Super Bowl. Uh, you could not get more undistinguished. But there he was, complaining about the lo- lack of hospitality. In the Twin Cities. When you complain, he's a faceless football player. Now, secondly, as a whole, this is one of my arguments about the Eagles. They are a nondescript roster of essentially anonymous football players. Who are the headliners on this team? Who are the stars on this team? There are no stars. We, we play a game, we'll maybe play it later this hour, star or non-star. There are no stars. On the Eagles, Nick Foles is a backup quarterback, and I don't care how many think pieces and heartfelt tales are written about Nick Foles. He's a backup. He will go back to being a backup. He has no real monetary value on the trade market, despite what others have said. LeGarrette Blunt, is that your star? Jay Ajaye, is that is that your guy? Torrey Smith, Alshon Jeffrey, Fletcher Cox, Ma- Malcolm Jenkins, who are they? Well, no defensive players can be the headline. That's very difficult. And these guys are in the, essentially the witness protection program. Now, meanwhile, everyone knows Super Bowl week, space limited. It is limited Super Bowl week, and you've got major corporate moguls, 
entertainment types that have booked up the top restaurants months in advance. Months in advance. And you don't get a table at the last minute, even if you happen to be a special teams injured player for the Philadelphia Eagles. Especially not if you're some random player in that situation. Now, the final word on this. Now, this guy, Chris Maragos is his name. Uh, the, the complaints paid off. The squeaky wheel gets fixed, right? It pays dividends when you're the squeaky wheel because he complained and whined about the lack of hospitality in the Twin Cities. And sure enough, sure enough, someone stepped up and said, aha, we'll hook you up. We'll give you a dinner reservation. Wonderful, right? Now, Philadelphia fans will not have as much luck. Right? Eagle fans should cruise over to uh, to North Dakota. Right? It's only a few hours away there. You can hang out. And Carson Wentz, I know he knows all the, the top restaurants there. There's a nice Applebee's in Fargo. You can go over there. There's a Dairy Queen. I'm, I'm assuming they have a Perkins. Uh, Tiger Woods likes the Perkins. You can go over there have a great time. But, uh, what is more likely to happen here? Eagle fans acting badly or Viking fans denying them service at restaurants, Uber rides, and other services. Now, we did have our guy Fluffy Dave, who called up last hour, who is struggling because he's drinking a lot right now, but he wants to have a bunch of Viking fans just chuck snowballs at Eagle fans. Like, that's his goal. So far, he's got one person signed up, and that would be him. He's got one person signed up, and that would be him. So uh, that's it. That's the list. The list is one. Uh, but you never. He could. He could grow. It could absolutely grow. Stay tuned. Inquiring minds would like to know. All right. Now, meanwhile, outside of that, there's a story going around. This is a New York Times story. The it's regarding Ray Lewis and a gaggle of quasi celebrities. And as the story goes, these uh, celebrities are, their, their social media handling, uh, let's just say, is greatly embellished. And I'm trying to figure out why this is a thing. Uh, I, anyone with common sense knows, if you look at these big Twitter handles uh, where you, you see uh, tons and tons of people following, those are almost always embellished with, with fake uh, followers. Uh, I'm too cheap to buy any. I wish I did. I my my Twitter following would look much better. But people are making a big deal about this, and I, I look at any of these athletes, and I think, well, a lot of these are, these people aren't that popular. These are being enhanced, right? These are being enhanced. These uh, these Twitter followings, but there's a whole list. Uh, apparently, the New York Times exposed this uh, this company, which has been buying Twitter followers for celebrities. I've just been been going crazy with that, and there's a uh, Ray Lewis is the the big headliner, but there Brandon Phillips, the former Cincinnati Red, Atlanta Brave, played with the Angels last year at the end of the year. Britt McHenry, uh, who's done a lot of political stuff lately, she's on this list. I mean, there's some some other random. It's like a hodgepodge of names here, and the article I I would assume that I read it in the New York Times. It's like it's trying to shame these people. Uh, when this is standard operating procedure, you're, you're going to shame them. You got to shame all of these celebrities because all of them are doing it, whether they're knowingly doing it or unknowingly doing it. It's going on all over the place. Joey Galloway's on this list. Uh, people I've never even heard of here, uh, like a uh, the, a former rowing champion, 
James Cracknell. Eddie, you ever heard of James Cracknell? You ever uh, familiar with his work there? Uh, it does sound familiar. That's yes. a lie. Come on, you're lying. No, it no, does. Yeah, no one believes it sounds you. familiar. No, it's not true. You, you, you've heard of a rowing champion? How no, many, I'm just saying the name sounds familiar. I don't how know many the, followers does James Crackwell have on Twitter? Oh, Crackwell? Cracknell. Oh, Cracknell. <laughs> I don't know. It's Cracknell, I guess, is his name. Let's see. Uh, let me check here. Uh, let's see here. What do you think? Oh, 100,000. Yeah, I think he's, uh, that might be enhanced. What do you think here? A rower with 100,000 followers where, where is, on Twitter? Where is he from? Uh, I don't know where he's from. Well, I don't, I'm not well, a rowing guy. If he's know. from the United States, I would say then that's probably inflated. But, but other on. places in the world, the uh, rowing's What bigger, happened to maybe. critical thinking? Like I go on there, I think, oh, that guy's, got, that's not, that guy's not that popular. Now, that, that's embellished. That's fake. Don't you do the same thing, Eddie? When you look at these numbers, you're like, that's not real. That's fake. I don't really go Who around do that? looking to see how many followers somebody has. No, but you pop up on someone's Twitter page, and they there's someone that's like not that famous, but they have a lot of Twitter followers. You think oh, that's fake? That's embellished. It's not. not what is uh, what does William Shatner have? Oh, that's totally. No one knows who Shatner is. It's like two and a half million or something like that. It's probably mostly bots though. Right? Anything new over the weekend? By the way, any developments with the? Uh, yeah, the there, there was. Uh, yeah, Shatner's taking a different battle strategy. I've noticed. Is that so? Yeah, he's no longer blocking people. Well, I guess he just... he's given up on that, and he did engage with. Did you see the Aussie guy? No. Yeah, the Aussie guy who's been very active. Our friend from Australia is he's leading the second wave of the next battle. It's like the Star Wars movies. You know, there's a, there's different layers to it. There's different eras to the Star Wars movies. Uh, and he contacted he contacted Shatner. He was trash talking Shatner, and uh, another I guess one of Shatner's guys responded, and it ended up uh, Shatner. The Aussie guy said that he had been blocked or something like that, and Shatner said, "I didn't." He's lying to the Aussie guy. But here's where he trashed the integrity and the the soul of every member of the Maller militia. William Shatner, pop culture icon. Uh, Shatner said uh, he, he of the Aussie guy, he's lying. But given it's a Maller fan, that's not terribly surprising. <gasps> Shot fired. Yeah. He just trashed an entire nation, a militia. Do you understand that? It's probably not a good idea. You can't trash a militia. So, militia, you know what to do, militia. He may learn that lesson the hard way. Or maybe he already has. I don't know. Yeah. So, it's, it's interesting. Like, he's decided it's an odd strategy because for the, the first three waves of battle of social media combat, Shatner blocked everybody. Like, he was in a, it was a block party with Shatner. And lately, that's not the case. Like, lately, he's, he's tried to ignore. He might be doing the mute button thing. He might be doing that. But now he, uh, again, trashing the people that like this show. And then he used another emoji. He's, he's really hip with those emojis. Or, his, or not. He's, he had the uh, rolling of the eyeball emoji. The guy shrugging emoji is not a strong emoji. It's not opinion. a good one? No. But this is he had the eyeballs like looking up, like uh, disgusted, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Aussie guy, the tweet that, that set Shatner off, he said, I tweeted that I hate Star Trek, and your fans trolled me. You blocked Ben Maller for asking who you thought would win the Stanley Cup. No demands were made like your fans. We rallied behind Ben for the injustice you perpetrated. <laughs> and that's what uh, Shatner responded to. So, I got an, an, also an email over the weekend, Eddie, from a guy who claimed 
that uh, I will be in serious trouble with management uh, because Shatner is much more important in the pecking order than I am and that he this guy says you don't realize who you're messing with. Really? And that we're going to get called into the principal's office here because we are playing with hand grenades and Shatner can have us all fired. Brother. Yeah. Are you worried, Eddie? Are you concerned about no. uh, losing your job because an, eight, <laughs> an, 86, an 86-year-old man blocked you on Twitter? Is that a concern that you might lose your job because of that? No. Yeah. Not too worried about it, Eddie. Not, uh, not too worried about it. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. All right, here we go. It's third degree time, and we bring in the master of ceremonies who's anxiously awaiting his cake, hoping he doesn't get the little baby in there. The Coop de Loop. Justin Coop. On Saturday, Isaiah Thomas went on the defensive and said that it's not fair to blame him for the Cavaliers' defensive woes this season, pointing out that the team has been bad on defense all season long. Ben, do you think he has a point? Is he not really the problem? No, Isaiah Thomas is absolutely the problem. Uh, he's a large part of the problem. He's not all of the problem. I put him. I put eighty percent of the blame on Isaiah Thomas, and here's why: a, the Cavaliers need Isaiah Thomas to be Kyrie Irving, and he cannot be Kyrie Irving. He has provided, comparing himself to Kyrie Irving, feeble returns here. That is problematic for the Cavaliers. Kyrie Irving was dynamic. He's been dynamic with the Celtics. He's a transcendent talent. Isaiah Thomas was a little of that in Boston, but he has been essentially drowning in Cleveland, and beat LeBron James, his work as GM, I'm going to give him the other 20% of the blame here. I got 80% on Kyrie Irving. I got 20% on LeBron. LeBron, clearly a fan. You know that show American Pickers with Mike? I think it's Mike and Frank, those two. The, guy, the fat guy with the beard, the skinny guy. And they go around and they explore like antique peak, uh, picking. They go around to different cities. and They're based in Iowa. Uh, that's what LeBron did. He he went out NBA version of antique picking with Derrick Rose and Dwayne Wade. They have major roster issues there. But if Isaiah Thomas had been better, had fit in better with the Cavaliers, they would not be playing as laissez-faire as they are. They expected a lot. They've gotten little in return, little in, in terms of dividends. Next. At the Pro Bowl on Friday, Alex Smith admitted to reporters that though he wants to stay, his time in Kansas City may be up. Ben, if Kansas City is about to begin the Mahomes era, where do you think uh, would be the best fit for Alex Smith? Well, he will have a multitude of options. Uh, Alex Smith, he is the second best quarterback available this offseason, at least that we know is going to be available. Kirk Cousins is number one, but Alex Smith is 1A. And I will begin by pointing out the Vikings and Jacksonville should both kick the tires on Alex Smith. Even though they made the NFL's version of the Final Four, both would be getting an upgrade over Case Keenum and Blake Bortles. Alex Smith, he is a good football player. He's a really good football player. And he's in the prime, the the back, back part of his prime years in the NFL. Get him. Grab him if you can get a quarterback like this. You do it. And number two, I would toss in the Buffalo Bills. I would put your Broncos on that list. I'd put the Cardinals out there among an array of teams that should be swarming 
to the office of the agent of Alex Smith and also contacting Kansas City because Smith has another year on his contract, although it's likely he will either be traded or released. Is he perfect? No, he's not perfect. There are flaws there that have been seen from time to time. But he is much better, Alex Smith, than the vast majority of bums that are starting quarterbacks in the NFL. Next! On Saturday, when talking to a crowd of people at a fan event, Kenley Jansen brought up the idea of players going on strike, quote, so you don't have a lot of Miami Marlins doing this. Yeah. Now, we know you're not a fan of how Derek Jeter has been doing things over in Miami. No, I think it's great. I think, why, why would you want to put major league players on a major league field? What's wrong with that? Do you think Jansen is right about what needs to be done? No. Kenley Jansen, his heart is in the right place. His heart's in the right place. But a work stoppage would be idiotic for baseball. And the players know it. Ownership knows it. First of all, from a PR standpoint, the players will never win. They will never win. I recall living through the last major work stoppage for baseball way back in the day. And fans always side with ownership and management in sports labor disputes. It's the only area of American society where this is true. People rip major corporations all the time. They take pot shots at places like Walmart and McDonald's and Starbucks and how they treat their workers. But they, you know, in that case, you pull for the little guy. In sports, the players who, by comparison, are the little guy compared to the owners, they never win. The billionaire socialites... They're seen as the good guys. The players are seen as just lucky to play the sport, so you can't win the PR battle. And then secondly, the fans have been brainwashed, many of them, into believing that tanking, a la Derek Jeter and the El Stinkaroo Marlins, that is, that is a net positive. And there are so many baseball observers that don't agree with Kenley Jansen in that position, that they, they've been manipulated into a, a spot where they love the minor league player more than the established player, and they respect teams that don't try to win. All right, we're short on time. There it is, Mallard of the third degree. How did we do? Then you pass this edition. That's a winner! Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Uh, John Elway, on the spot. Not quite on the clock, but he's on the spot in the Rocky Mountains. The Denver coaches have been dissecting Baker Mayfield and Josh Allen at the Senior Bowl uh, last week or so. A lot of activity, workouts, practices, things like that. And one of the perks of stinking out loud and being selected to coach the Senior Bowl is you get hands-on experience. Hands-on experience. Well, some of the whispers out of Colorado indicate that neither one of these guys is likely to be the Bronco quarterback. If you've not been paying attention to the wheel of gossip, which is always changing, the wheel of gossip always changing, it's a fluid situation. But in spite of having the number five overall pick in the 2018 collegiate draft, Denver, if you believe the latest scuttlebutt, could pass altogether on drafting any of those guys. Not Baker Mayfield, not Josh Allen, not Sam Darnold, not Josh Rosen. None of them. And not because they'll all be gone, because likely at least one other position will be picked in the top four. It's it's hard to think that it'll just be a run of quarterbacks, one, two, three, and four. It's very unlikely. But John Elway, rather than draft a quarterback, Elway hinting at making a trade 
to fill the giant gaping hole at the quarterback position for the once-proud Bronco franchise. So I wanted to talk about this. Now, Elway said he feels the team has enough in terms of draft picks to make a trade a viable option for the Denver Broncos. This is something we've kicked around quite a bit. Elway making the declaration. He says, anytime you draft that high, you've got to make them count, blah, blah, blah. We know that. Uh, He also said, we've got a lot of picks, so we have the ammo also, meaning to trade. And he said they have to make them count. Well, sure, you got to make them count. But you are now the senior advisor for this purposes of this discussion between us. You are the senior advisor to John Owen for this little exercise. Here's the question. What should the Denver Broncos do at quarterback? This is a team that was in the Super Bowl not that long ago. This is a team that has hit rock bottom. At least they think it's rock bottom. They don't want to get to the Cleveland Browns definition of rock bottom. Now, I'm going to go first. My advice is the same advice the, the best advice, better than the best advice, it's the advice I've been giving out time and again. And that advice, wheel and deal. That is the advice. Wheel and deal. Now, my, my observation is you've got dog food, Saddam touch, and the savvy vet. You've got those three things in play here. And I will attempt, through a magic-like trick, I will attempt to slam all these things together and lock them uh, together Now, we'll begin with the fact John Elway has been the mastermind for the Broncos for a number of years now, right? This is not his first rodeo as the executive with the Broncos. And over that time, Denver has drafted a handful of quarterbacks. And what do they all have in common? They all have produced results similar to dog food. That is how they have performed in Bronco uniforms. Now, John Elway, uh, you like him like some of the people I know. You'll say he's a gentleman and a scholar. But when it comes to picking quarterbacks, he has the Saddam touch, which if you're not familiar, that is the uh, the Midas touch in reverse is what John Elway's been able to do. He, he has It's been a disaster. You've got a group of, of players that have not moved the needle, have not made a name for themselves. There's no evidence that anything's going to change with this j- draft. Just because you have some bigger-name college players does not mean that any of them are going to be stars. And, and certainly if you look at what the Broncos have done recently, it's not good. Uh, it isn't. I mean, and, and Elway has shown the ability to screw up anything and everything when it comes to the quarterback position. The only exception is Peyton Manning. But if, if Peyton Manning had not visited the Geyer Clinic in Indianapolis, John Elway could have whiffed on that like a New Orleans Saint defensive back trying to tackle a Viking in a playoff game. Now, in addition, the play here for the Broncos is clearly to focus almost all of your attention on a veteran quarterback. Scour the trade market. I love that word, scour. And get one of these quarters. We talked with Coop last hour. We talked about Alex Smith and how he's likely done in Kansas City. That would be a name that would be at the very top. Kirk Cousins of Washington. Alex Smith can be traded. You say, well, the Chiefs would never trade Alex Smith to the Broncos. You want to make a bet on that? You want to make a bet? I would say the Chiefs would do that if there's enough coming back the other way to Kansas City. They would absolutely do that. They'd be fools not to do it. And John Elway has rummaged through the flea market to get his quarterback in recent years. It's time to upgrade. 
it's time to get something better. Get get someone in here, whether it's a savvy veteran, if you want to use that term or not, but someone who's proven they can get the job done. Now, the last observation here on the Broncos. Vaughn Miller is going to be 29 years old. His birthday is in March, so before next season he'll be 29. Using the Maller scale of dominance, you have a couple of years left in your prime, a couple of years left when you're 29, elite performance. So the Broncos have not one, not two, not three, not four. They have five of the first 105 picks in the 2018 draft, which sounds wonderful. Uh, they have nine picks overall. They're going to get another draft pick because Russell Okun is going to leave. The lineman's gone, and so they'll get another pick. So they'll have 10 draft picks and maybe six of the first 105. Right now they have five. Big deal. Those are just numbers. John Elway needs. He has to to get that veteran quarterback. You've got a war chest of draft picks to fill out the rest of the roster and reinforce the defense with Vaughn Miller as the centerpiece there. And all these draft picks, as we point out time and again, they guarantee nothing. They guarantee nothing. They simply give you more capital. And what could be great, you could really do well. And you could also do nothing. I mean, you turn them into dynamic playmakers, transcendent players. That's the hard part. It's more likely than not that those draft picks will be bit players and roster filler, that that's what you're going to get. And remember the wild card also here with the, the Broncos, you've got Vance Joseph, as the coach, having the time of his life in Denver, hanging on by a thread. He was dead man coaching at the end of the year, but he got the reprieve, the pardon at the last minute from the governor's office, so he remains on as coach of the Broncos. And if it doesn't go right pretty quickly, if you're Vance Joseph, you want a veteran quarterback. You don't want a young quarterback. You want a veteran quarterback. All right, it's the Ben Maller Show on Fox. Your thoughts on any of that, you can check in with us by calling 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. We're also on Twitter, at Ben Maller. That is at Ben Maller. And our Facebook page, Ben Maller Show. Did you get all that? Do you understand? Everyone understand? Yeah, everyone understands. All right, very good. And Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie. Garcia. Uh, right over there. Did you watch the 60th annual Grammy Awards? Was that on your television, Eddie? Did you check that out? I uh, I went up to uh, Fresno to see my dad. Oh, so you didn't watch it. And uh, so I was driving, and then when I got home, I slept. So I didn't see much of oh, anything. Oh, you missed out. Bruno Mars, the big winner at the Grammy Awards. He swept all the, the major categories. There's a lot Is of that ca- so? That's what I'm told. I don't know. I didn't watch a second <laughs> of it. You watch oh, this, Danny G? I like you Bruno watch Mars. He's I, a talented guy. I yeah. did watch it. It yeah. was amazingly long. It felt like six hours. It started I, at four thirty in the afternoon uh, on the West Coast. Is this down at uh, Staples Center? No, or? it was in New York this year. Yeah, oh, it was in New what? York. Yeah, yeah. how it. dare they move a major uh, award show out of Los Angeles? God forbid. Yeah, yeah, nice performance by Bruno Mars. He he won Song of the Year, uh, and, and he performed Finesse with Cardi B, a, a '90s throwback song. Now, Danny, I saw the uh, the promo for this during uh, you know one of the football games, one of the playoff games, and I think I recognized like three names in the, in the promo for it. So I was like, ah, oh, 
So I guess I yeah, won't were, be checking that out. Yeah, well, there, you're there, not there up on some, pop culture? There were some legends that performed too, Eddie. You would have recognized Elton John, of course, who's Kendrick, retiring. Kendrick Lamar was yeah, there. Yeah, Kendrick opened the show with yeah. a cool performance. And you too played with uh, the Statue of Liberty in the background. Now name some of the other ones, though, Danny. Like newer groups, Eddie? Yeah. Uh, Marin Morris. Do you know her? No. Okay. Uh, Little Big Town. I've, I've heard of them. Okay. Who's uh, um, Is it a less... Uh, Kara, is that Oh, name? uh Kara? Uh, yeah. Who the hell's that? Well, she won uh, New Artist of the Year. What's she famous for? Uh her well, she, she her new album, her song. She was a YouTube sensation. Have it? She oh, was a YouTube? YouTube sensation. Yeah. Oh, YouTube? Oh, all right. Who cares about that? Uh any, any other names there? Uh let's see. Uh as far as new artists, I mean Lady Gaga performed. Yeah. But uh, you know, it was a sappy slow song and 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 my oh. girlfriend was like, "Look at her dress; it's beautiful." And I'm like, "Wow! If that's the highlight of her performance, then <laughs> that's not good." <laughs> Some of them though were pretty. I thought were I don't know. It's like you don't know them, so you kind of laugh. Maybe it's like someone who doesn't know sports, and you hear some of these sports names, you think, "Well, that's a weird name." Was but- Bruno Mars dressed up like Michael Jackson? Was that what he was trying to dress up like? It looked like he <laughs> no, the, dressed like Michael but Jackson. But the group, the uh, the Migos, they looked like they were in old school Michael Jackson '80s outfits. They they had like Colonel uniforms on. Bruno Mars, though. Colonel Sanders? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you see there's a female Colonel Sanders now? Do you see that? <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, uh, Reba McIntyre. How do you feel about Koopa Loop? How do you feel about that breaking news, Koopa Loop? Female <laughs> Why do we Colonel go to Koop Sanders? for that? Well, he's the food guy. Koopa Loop, how do you feel about this? Koop? It's our KFC insider. Female Colonel Sanders. Uh, I don't I don't feel too good about it. It's, it's, it's a, a little bit, con- it's a little yeah. bit concerning. Yeah. A little trouble. You know. What's next? I do a like the discount Ronald Sanders, McDonald. Though. Yeah. What's that, Coop? You like? I said, the, I, I said I do like the the discount Colonel Sanders. I don't know if you've seen the the latest commercials. From no, KFC. I haven't seen that. I, I yeah, that. it's yeah. A, it's a non celebrity. It's pretty funny. So you like that? But props props to their marketing department. I think KFC does a great job with their commercials. Uh, their food, not so much, but the commercials. Wow, on on par. Where what would you rank them? I mean, there's you got Popeyes. If you do like your your big list of fried chicken. Fried chicken restaurant. Oh, for the food, food yeah. wise. Yeah. Uh, last. Last. Yeah. Really. It's a disappointment, Ben. A, a giant disappointment. I don't know what happened. I, I can, <laughs> Quality went down. Oh, you wanted it. You got <laughs> it. All right, now we got a rant. All right, now we so got a rant. So when I was time. a child, KFC yeah. was delicious. It's like wonderful. it was. It was held in high regard. You had yeah. like the secret recipe of the eleven herbs and spices, and sure. it was good stuff. Solid. But somewhere along the way, they stopped giving a crap about the chicken. It got corporate. They lost their way. Yeah. You you go and you get, like, even if you get the extra crispy, it's like, I don't know. It it just kind of, like, falls off the the chicken. Did they expand the menu too much, and then the quality went down? Is that what happened? I feel like they they focus too much on, on value now. I mean, What's like value. We don't want restaurants to focus on. Value. Look, I, look. They've got the five dollar fill up box. That's great. You like a lot of food in there for five dollars. <laughs> yeah, but the chicken's just not good. I will go to Popeyes every single day of the week over KFC. Wow. Boy, pounding the table as he's saying. <laughs> oh, no. I will drive an extra ten miles to go to Raising Cane's. How about that? Take that for data. Oh man, yeah. if if there was a Raising Cane's within ten miles of me, I would absolutely five do that. days a week. I would eat there. Five days a week, I would eat there. I'm not kidding. If there was one near my house, I would eat there five days a week. But you know what's still good at KFC? The the chicken pot pie. The salad move? Yeah. That's the way to go there. Better biscuit. What? 
Oh, who that's has a better even, biscuit? Popeye's KFC. Popeye's biscuits. Popeye's. Yeah. That's not Although, even. You just said something offensive. Hold on a second. Now, way. to dip the biscuit, though, for dipping purposes with the KFC gravy and the uh, mashed potato, I think it's better for dipping. How about that? <sighs> oh, that's good no, because it, it's a dry biscuit, and then with the gravy on top, it, it adds to the, to the, the biscuit eating experience. First of all, Ben. No, you there scoop up a First little mashed all, potato and a little gravy with the point biscuit. One. Look, yes. you shouldn't need to put anything on your biscuit. I don't biscuit. disagree with that. And the, and the Popeye's biscuit with the the, the buttery, the, the, it's a wonderful biscuit. Yes. And yeah. the only thing that you, if you're going to be purposes. dipping purposes, who dips their biscuit? I'm a no. dipper. No. If, <laughs> if you're going like to dip the biscuit. If you're going to be putting any- <laughs> 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 yes. <laughs> we all like to dip the biscuit. Uh, <laughs> honey is the only thing that you should be putting on your biscuit. Honey. Yeah, they have the honey. Do they have honey at Popeyes? That's a win for KFC. They've got honey at KFC. I also don't like how these places have, have switched to fake honey, though, and fake butter. It's like buttery sauce. Yes, exactly. And I, honey I was sauce. just going to mention that honey <laughs> sauce. Right. Come on. Not I, right. I looked at the ingredients. First ingredients high fructose corn syrup. No honey, no peace. That's what I say. No honey, no peace. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. And let's not waste any time. It's the Insta Advice Line on screen radio. Here we go. Let's go. Hey, you sports figure guy or girl. Who the hell are you talking to, son? Here's some instant advice. Hold that thought. No one's paid attention to me for 10 whole seconds. And if you don't like it, screw you. And away we go. It's the Insta Advice Line, unscreened radio. Who needs our advice this week? So many options, so little time. Let's not dilly-dally. Here we go. It is Super Bowl week. I don't know if you heard about that, but the Philadelphia Eagles have already landed They're in their hotel rooms in Minnesota. And the Patriots, a few hours from now, they'll be flying into the Twin Cities. So they need your advice. they got a lot of downtime this week around the Super Bowl preparations for the big game on Sunday. Your advice on things the Eagles and Patriots can do to pass the time in Minnesota. Things they can do if you're from Minnesota, you've been there, or just general advice on how to pass some downtime. You're live on the air when you hear my voice at 877-99 on Fox. Uh, Hugh, uh, on line one, your advice, please, to the Eagles and Patriots. Things to do to pass the time this week. Someone needs to replace Cowboys. All right. Line line two, you are next. Advice to the Eagles and Patriots. Things to do to pass the time in Minnesota this week. The NHL all right, thank you for that. Line five, you are next. This is Unscreened Radio. Hello, line five. Things the Eagles and Patriots can do to pass the time in Minnesota. I think Tom Brady should go ice fishing so he can sink. Yes, okay, thank you for that. Sounds like you're going to sink. Uh, line, and you know that booze. Line six, hello. Uh, yes, Ben, this is a no-brainer. The best thing the Eagles and Patriots can do during Super Bowl week is look each other square in the eye and say, you ain't up on yourself, Ben Maller. <laughs> Never gets old, does it? You'd think it would get old. He's been doing it for 17 years. You'd think it would get old, but it's not, it's not gotten old. You handle yourself, Ben Maller. Hello, you, line two. Hello, line two. Go. Blind Scott having trouble on the road. This is Ben Maller. All right, line, <laughs> line, 
Line four, your next advice to the Eagles and Patriots on things to do to pass the time in Minnesota this week. Tom Brady, make me the goat. We can kiss my ass. All right. Oh, that was scary. Hey, you. Yeah, yeah, you. You're next. Advice to the Eagles and Patriots on things to do in Minnesota this week. Well, here's one thing they shouldn't do is listen to this radio show. I should know. It's been priming my brain for over five years. Yes, we've been like like eggs. We've been... Yeah. All right. Uh, no. Uh, no cowboy. What happened to cowboy? No random line. I guess he. You know what it is. He got. He got uh, Trammel into the Hall of Fame. Right? Isn't that uh, Trammel and Morris? He's got to get Whitaker in the Hall of Fame. Or he. Uh, or he lost his phone in the. Uh, yeah. The clutter. Yeah. That's a good point. Uh, hopefully he didn't lose his radio. Line six. Hello. Go. You're on the air. Line six. Advice to the Eagles and Patriots. Things to do in Minnesota to pass the time. Line six. Make a long-distance call to Tom Looney. No, no, you don't need to do that. Hey, Looney's not going to the Super Bowl. Tom Looney! Oh, nothing. He might or might not have been one of the people upset that they weren't invited. Hello, line uh, line uh, two, you're next. Go. Yes, I believe they should crash. All right, thank you for that. Line four, hello. I'm so excited. Yes, you sound excited. Line five, you are next. Advice to the Eagles and Patriots, things to do in Minnesota. Line five. Hookers and blow. All right. Well, that's been done before. That's old news for the Super Bowl. Hello, Line 6. You're next, Line 6. Advice to the Eagles and Patriots on what to do to pass the time in the Twin Cities this week. I couldn't care less about the team struggling. All right. Line 2, I hear a buzzer behind you, Line 2. Advice to the Eagles and Patriots. Hey, they should listen to Ben Maller's podcast because Radio Row Week is the worst week of radio that in is, the history of life. That is correct, yes. A lot of crappy infomercial radio. All right, we'll do one more and only one more. If it's good, I'll take credit. If not, I will blame the Coupe de Loop, the final car coupe. Make sure it's good. Here we go. Let's go with line four. Line number four. Your advice, quickly. They could wrestle with men. Yeah, wrestle with men. Now that's advice right there. I like to wrestle with men. (laughs) The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.